the Barwon Heads Football and Netball Club and the Beach House at Barwon Heads are very proud to bring you episode 15 of The Tree on the Wing. late 1970s, a young western suburb surfer was convinced by the enigmatic Jeff Nicholson to head to the coast surfing and to have a kick with the local footy club. An early mix-up and some fast thinking by a bright official initially saw this arty young chap headed off to Leopold for a season. But he soon found his way back to Harmer Oval and John Starr began a 40-year association with Bowen Heads that has seen him become a life member and take a leading hand in the look of the place that endures to this day. John played his junior footy in Melbourne where he mixed it with some AFL-VFL legends, later got to play against one of his idols and mentors, spent some time playing serious footy interstate, and continued his playing career beyond the Seagulls as an early adopter of the Super Rules fad. A dedicated and loyal servant of the club, John has coached at both junior and senior levels, played, won premierships, fought, sung, composed, and painted for the footy club. He has become a significant influence on the cultural makeup of the town and the wider community of Geelong, with both visual and performing arts, and earned international attention for his work. Of most interest to Nipper and myself, though, was a song John used to perform in the late 1980s, which we're both very fond of. We weren't even sure if he'd remember it, and you'll have to keep listening to the end to find out if he has. This is a special episode with a beloved member of the Seagulls family and the Bowen Heads community, and we're very pleased to invite you to join us for this conversation with Johnny Starr. Long may you run, long may you run, although these changes have come, with your chrome hearts. Okay, we're recording. G'day everybody and welcome to the Tree on the Wing. I'm Teddy Donnell and I am joined by the favourite great-grandson of Bowen Heads, my co-host Russell Nipper Highland. G'day Nipper, how are you going? I'm very well Teddy and it is fantastic to be back down here at the Beach House. We are, we're at the Beach House. I was, had that earlier in my intro but I thought I'd let you, you were very excited when I told you we were going back to the Beach House. I was pretty excited when Tom, I just sent Tom a text message on spec hoping that he might get it and i got the return was of course when are you coming yes so no, it's good I to be couldn't, back couldn't good not... to be a bit, a bit of normality and um back in the uh familiar environments that we have been in because uh... they've had a pretty a bit of a rough go here they had yeah. they had to close for a while and um one of the reasons we haven't been here is because uh they had to spread out and obviously we don't pay for our spot so we didn't want to cost them any money now nipper i was just going to touch on something that you're quick quickly be i said you're the uh, favorite great grandson of the town but you're quickly becoming known as the father of aren't you yeah apparently so um yeah so a lot of people are referring to me now the father of harry yeah he's uh, he's had some success with the ball over the summer yes uh two hat tricks in the uh senior competition which um is um yeah something that he won't see from his father and um He's been you know, very impressive. So of all the young blokes that are playing cricket down at Bowen Heads at the moment, uh, which is which is fantastic, which is good. 
Does everyone remember the Ed Sullivan show? You were a bit young, Nipper, but I have seen I it do, on... I do remember it, Remember yes. what Ed Sullivan used to say at the start of his show? He'd say, we've got a really big shoe for you. Yes. And today really we have got a really big show, really big. Our guest tonight is a life member. He's a premiership player. He played in the 1987 Reserves Premiership and was quite influential, I remember, in the Ooh. last part of that game. He is responsible for the naming of the most iconic feature of the Bowen Heads Football and Netball Club, and we will discuss that at length, I think. Yes, yes. He is the sign writer who's been responsible for the signs and the honour boards around the footy club for a very, very long time, so I've probably given away who he is already. Yeah, yeah. He's a musician, mm. an artist of world renown. I, I found a bit of a clip, and I'm going to play it later. yes. And he also, in the 1980s, penned an anthem to the Barwon Heads Footy Club. And we might have a special treat for you later on in the show with regards to his music. And his name is John Johnny Starr. G'day, Starry. How you going? And welcome to the Tree on the Wing. I'm very well, thank you, Matt. Yeah. Good to see you, Starry. Great to have you Thanks, here. Nipper. Good to be here, mate. Now, Starry, excuse me, we always start off with our guests and we speak about their the icebreaker which is their two truths and a lie and i'm just gonna i've got a bit of music for that nipper we've oh. got a we've got a theme hope for you truth, press the right button two Teddy. truths and a lie here we go pretty good isn't it eh? yeah, okay. so starry run us through your two truths and a lie well, I've played on um, a few AFL grounds, um, and one of them was Victoria Park. Another one was Cadinia Park, and the third one was the Sydney Cricket Ground. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> All right. So he's got the through. He's got the same story three times, and one of them's a whopper. That's pretty good, Starry. Yeah. We we'll, we now we'll, later on. We've got to think about that through the show. Later on, Nipper and I will come to the point where we actually uh, have a guess on that and you've got to tell us. I hope you remember which one's the oh, right one. Oh, we'll remember. We have had guests. Good luck to you both. Yeah. <laughs> we have had guests who couldn't remember which one was the lie. And we had guests okay. who didn't lie. Who didn't bother. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. So, Starry, we usually start off with the first question is, how did you get to the Bowenheads Footy Club? That's the basic question that usually we off we go after that and we... We, we don't have questions written down. I do have a few things we want to talk about, but yeah. um, we might come to those things as we go. Well, I, I came from Mel up, down from Melbourne and um, mainly to surf, I suppose, and I'd been playing in Melbourne at the Braybrook Football Club and I had a good mate, Jeff Nicholson, who played at West Footscray and we were good mates back down in that area and... Um, yeah, Jeff pulled me along down the club and that's pretty much how I joined. So Jeff got you to the footy club? Well, he did. I, I think I was always going to... Yeah. I moved into the town, so I probably would have played anyway at yep. Bowen Hedge, yeah. Yep. But as it turned out, I played for Leopold for the first year. Oh, did you? Yes. Oh. How did that come about? Well, <laughs> that's a funny story. I'd, I'd been going down the training and um, I don't think anyone really took much notice of me and... We I did the we we're in about three weeks of pre-season and um, I hadn't even the coach didn't really speak to me and I can't remember who it was back then, 1979 that would have been, and um, and 
they changed the nights from Monday and Wednesdays to Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I still went down on the Monday night and it turned out there was another team there and I, I just ran out in the ground thinking it was Bowen Heads and they were having a practice match and I thought, oh, this is a chance to prove myself, you know. And um, so I had a run on the ground. The bloke I was playing on said, who are you, mate? <laughs> and I told him who I was and he said, he said, so have you signed up with Bowen Heads? And I said, no, I haven't. And they came, walked out with the papers after the game and signed me up. Wow. Yeah. And you didn't know it was Leopold or you worked I out did, it was I, Leopold? I worked it out, how, you know, yeah. after a little while. But, but they, were a bit, yeah. they were a bit more welcoming than Bowen Heads at that time. Well, it's a strange story, but yeah. yeah. I don't know why, but... Uh, what as what soon year as, was that story, sorry? Uh, uh, that was 1979 and wow. Robbie Petho came with me. He went to Leopold, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Because Rob's told me that exact same story, Yeah, that he, he went into the rooms... And he said, I think I went into the wrong rooms or something and it was a Leopold guys and they just threw me a pair of shorts and a jumper yep. and I put it on and played. And, yep. and, I, and I remember Rob playing at Leopold. That's right. Yeah, so well, we, we both played that year and then I went straight to Bowen Heads the next year. Yeah. yeah. How old were you then? Uh, 20 years old. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, you're pretty 20. young, yeah? Yeah. And you, you were... Um... I played two seasons of seniors at Braybrook. At yeah. Braybrook oh, and yeah. all your junior footy at Braybrook. All my junior football, yeah. So you play, you, and I saw a photo on Facebook the other day. Was that a reunion f- photo? It was, probably, yeah. One of you, did you play in a premiership at Braybrook? We played in five premierships and won four. <laughs> wow. In my juniors, but I, I had Doug Hawkins in the team and Brian Wilson. Yeah. And Robbie Greenawagon played centre forward for Footscray as well. Yeah, yeah. All in the same team. And, and yeah. we had other players that probably could have gone and been as successful as them too. Yeah. I won't mention myself there. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Nico wasn't in that team. Nico wasn't club. in that team, no. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I'd sort of yeah. grown up thinking you played footy with Nico. So, no. yeah, there you go. No, just yeah. the Hawk and uh, Gronawagan and, uh, <laughs> and a Brownlow medalist. You would have held your own with him as a kid, oh, I reckon. I did, yeah, yeah. We, we hardly lost the game and I was pl- I played fullback <laughs> the, wow. the whole time dealing through my juniors. Oh, really? And, yeah. yeah, the ball didn't come down there that often. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's so no. Yeah. It was good though. I had a good. I, I actually, we weren't a big team in one of the grand under fifteen grand final. I played in the ruck. Wow! And I haven't grown since. You haven't grown since. And I wasn't a big, big yeah. enough really to play in the ruck. We were just a small side, yeah. but a yeah. clever side. We had some great coaches, and and Braybrook was a great club too. Like our late great mate Phil Walter, yes, played, yes, was a was a very good ruckman and um, <laughs> at fifteen and at fifteen, and then the following year he was a rover. Yeah, yeah well, he and, didn't he didn't grow either. <laughs> no, well, he he used to be the ruckman, and Tim Donnell was the rover. Wow! And the following year, Tim Donnell was the ruckman, and he was the rover. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. two great fellas. It's amazing what a bit of chicken will do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, exactly. It would have been a pretty. Uh, Tough competition, footy it, competition. It was days. a very c- tough competition. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I came down here and I couldn't believe the difference. It was, you know, and yeah. it, I suppose during my career, a little bit of that rubbed off <laughs> the the Braybrook thing, you know, yeah. and especially my mate Jeff Nicholson, you know, <laughs> it was probably one of the best players I've ever played with. But he he was a, a sunshine Braybrook boy through and through, yeah. <laughs> a rough boy. Yeah. yeah. And on the ground, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, when, and where'd you go to school, Starry? I went to Tottenham Tech. Tottenham Tech? Yes. And what were you like at school? I never failed a thing at school. Yeah? But I must admit it wasn't the best school to be to. <laughs> but yeah. 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 Um, 
And uh, I left school early Form 4, which, you know, was pretty early to leave, I imagine. I was 15 or 16. Yeah. yeah. Went off to sign, sign right? Or? Not straight away, no. Took a little while to get it. I, I ended up doing a course at a college in Melbourne and um, on sign writing and... Um, and that led me to being a sign writer. Yeah. yeah, always loved art at school. And, yeah, and you were, and your art was good at school. You, it, it was okay, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's brought it's brought you a fair way. <laughs> yeah, I've I've done some great things through sign writing. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's true. So I'm starting to picture something. Sorry, Teddy, I'm just starting <laughs> to picture something. Young Starry, growing up in western suburbs of Melbourne, a um, little bit of a rough area. You had a passion for artwork and that sort of thing. <laughs> Graffiti? Was there any graffiti? No, code? no, that wasn't a thing. No, not no, at all well, back then. Probably wasn't back then anyway. No, but uh, no. you know, uh, you've put your mark on most things all over Bowen Heads at some stage I or other now. Yeah, well, I'm sure there will be a spelling thing come up soon. He's put a, he put a he put a pretty big mark on the city of Geelong, or he's he's responsible for some for what's going on there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. With with your bollards. Yeah, yeah. How would you get involved with that? Peter Roos, who also played at Bowen Heads in his football career before I did, um, he he mentioned to Jan Mitchell, who's it was her project. She was the artist and designer, and they got me in to do a little job for them, a sign writing job. And I think I worked with her with Jan from that time on, yeah, and did ninety percent of the bollards with her. Oh, that's fine. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And she passed away in two thousand and eight, and um, I went on I'm still doing them today yeah how many bollards are there in Geelong there's 105 around the bay wow and there's about 30 in Bowen Heads through yeah. the park there I yeah. think yeah. and I maintain all of those and, and there's there's a couple at um, Melbourne Airport one at Avalon Airport oh yeah, yeah. and we did have some up in Sydney but they've they got stolen they, or they, yeah someone stole them. <laughs> <laughs> now, now the bollards will, that brings us to the I was going to play a clip here so we're going to mm. use the new technology we've got to play a clip okay starry and, and this is where the artist of world renown came from yeah and you we'll play the clip first and you can talk us ha- through how you got to be a part of it okay excuse me did you make these I did make them. I, I helped Jan Mitchell, the local artist in Geelong, make them. The late Jan Mitchell was a primary school artist in residence when she came up with the idea of the bollards in 1994. Was she a bit of a character? She looks like she, she was a character, and she always put a lot of quirky things into the to the groups of bollards that we did. There was, there's always a, another story behind them. And Look, there's. <laughs> What I can see here is a rather cute little grey bum and a, a little fluffy tail. What's that all about? Well, well, that's a rabbit, and the rabbits were introduced in Winchelsea nearby to Geelong. Well, there was only 24 or so of them, wasn't there? That's and they, right. they turned into millions. That's right. Now yeah. we've got rabbits everywhere. Um, and, and the rabbits will be on any of the bollards that the history is after 1859. Which is when the rabbits were introduced. That's right. So yes. how many more of these bollards are there? There's 106 around the foreshore, and, and we're in the middle right now. Oh, great. Well, I'll go and see if I can find some more. Yeah. And some more rabbits. Have a look for the rabbits. Thanks a lot. You're with Nipper and Teddy and Johnny Starr for the Tree on the Wing and the Beach House at Barwon Heads. There was, you go. That was a familiar voice, wasn't yeah, it? wasn't it? A couple of familiar voices. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, that's, that's Tony Robinson. I'm not sure what that show was, though. He's done a lot of TV shows. What's well, that one? Oh, He's famous for his 
part in the Black Adder as Baldrick. Baldrick, we all, yes. We all yeah. remember him from Baldrick, but yeah. he, he he does I a, have a... I have a cunning plan. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> How did you get involved with that story? Oh, well, again, it's because it was because of the bollards and um, Jen wasn't there to interview, so they picked the next it, best, I suppose. It was after her passing, <laughs> it was it? It was after yeah. her passing. I think you actually yeah. mentioned it in there. It does, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that would have been a bit of a thrill for you. It was a thrill. Because they got seen all over the world, that. It's an English yeah. show and a lot yeah. of people in England. Tony Robinson's Time Walk. That's right, Time Walks. Time ah, Walks. Time Walks, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. It's good. It just popped into my head. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, well done. If you're fucking. I, I was time. nearly as nervous then as I am now with being interviewed <laughs> with you guys. <laughs> oh, you're amongst friends here, mate. Oh, he, yeah. he didn't even introduce you. No. He didn't say who you were. No, he just well, come up and started talking to you. Yeah, yeah. Now we did we did touch on it, so we're gonna we'll go to our favourite story, which is one of our favourite stories about Star. We've got a few about you. Have <laughs> you? But the name, I can't wait. But yeah. the naming of Bonnie's Barn. Yes, yes. Now, Nipper and I have a recollection of it. We won't bore the listeners with our recollection of it unless it vastly differs from yours. And I'd, I'd, I'd like to hear your... Well, all I remember version. as a kid growing up, you know, the, the canteen was down, for those that know the footy ground down, now down where the water tanks are, right, you know, in the forward pocket. That's and, right. And... Bonnie ran it, and it was famous. Beautiful hamburgers, and you know uh, everything was fresh, and and it was cheap in those days, and, and, it was, <laughs> and it was healthy. It was always referred to as the kiosk for some reason or another, and it was just you know I'm just going to go down the kiosk, or I'm going to go and help out at the kiosk, or I'm going to go and buy a can of coke from the kiosk, and it was just the kiosk and the kiosk and the kiosk. So go on, Teddy. They painted it. That's right. They painted they it. They painted it, and it had signs all over it. It had had. Um, kiosk written on it and they painted over the whole lot yeah. so it had to be re- re-sign written of course we get the club sign writer down to do that who's right. a bloke called John Starr <laughs> and Starry comes down now my recollection of this might not be quite right but I remember we were running a lap at the beginning of training and I reckon Walshy was coach so I was pretty young I was, it was my first year and we look up and here's Starry he's up a ladder and he's just finishing off and he climbs down the ladder and gets in his gear and he joins us for a lap. And we go around the second lap and someone notices that the word kiosk isn't spelt correctly. <laughs> so, I think Starry, was... how do you spell kiosk? Oh, look, I... You probably still don't know. I, I don't and... know. Yeah. <laughs> I so, didn't know then. I, and so I had another go at it. So you had another go at it. Yep. And then on the next training night, we ran around and somebody looked up and said, it's still not spelt right, Starry, is it? <laughs> no. So we turned up, so then that's another night of training, and we turned up on Saturday, and there it was, Bonnie's Barn. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> and, right. And yeah. it became Bonnie's Barn for a long time Bonnie's after Barn that. Until was, the day they pulled was. it down. And yeah. she was a great woman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, that was a, that was a yeah, great Yeah, well, it's pretty, that was pretty close to the st- real story, I <laughs> yeah, think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just wanted a reason to call it Bonnie's Barn, didn't you? Well, well, I wasn't yeah. sure whether I was putting mayo on it with the second time it was spelt wrong no. twice, but well, as it turns out, that may be I'm correct. I'm not sure about that either, but I, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I did say I didn't didn't go to the best school in Melbourne. No, <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> You've done the honour boards for years and years, and yet I you, have, you yeah. have to correct them every now and then, don't you? Occasionally, yeah. yeah my name's <laughs> never been spelt right on an honour board, although it is... Currently spelt correctly, and I think there's mm. there's been a couple of uh, 
couple of corrections made over the years yeah. to different honour boards. Oh, well, you've got to be famous for something, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's... <laughs> mate, you've, it's an, an indelible mark left on the club and everybody yeah, yeah. everybody uh, likes to have that. Be sure. remembered for something. Sure. And it's great. It's a great thing. And, and the signs, you've done the... There must be a lot of work to do those signs. It is, yeah, yeah. They're getting more and more too. The, the club's obviously running really well these days and... Um, and so there's a lot of signs every year to do, yeah. When you first started doing them, you would have been painting them? Yeah, they were all hand-painted. All hand-painted? Yeah, yeah. And now we're now we're doing them with a printer? Yeah. We're all the vinyl and stickers and yeah. and printed as yeah. well, sorry. Most of them are actually printed now. Printed? Yeah, yeah. So printed on? On vinyl and then a big slab of vinyl stuck on, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So does that make them a bit lighter to carry around, or not at all? No, no. <laughs> they're still on metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A long way from uh, the old workshop you had in Clifford Parade there, oh, yes, where yeah. you and Johnny Tyson used to That's right. have paint all over everything, including the walls yourself and anyone that happened to walk too close. Yeah. Um, was yeah. it behind the post office? Yeah, straight yeah. behind the old post Rust office. Is, behind, uh, behind. Yeah, Ross uses it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he has for a long time. Raster workshop in there. Yeah. 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 Yes, that yeah. was... Uh, oh, I remember quite often in my youth calling in there on my posty motorbike to say hello to the boys. Oh, yes. Yeah. Spending an afternoon yeah. there. Did you, did you have a sherbet while you were there? I'm not too sure. <laughs> probably <laughs> probably <laughs> did. There were a few... That'd get passed around in there, that's for sure. <laughs> good, they were great days. Yeah, we had a good time. How'd you get into your music, Starry? Because you've been, you, you were for many years the go-to man for a, if we needed to have a band at the footy club, someone yeah. would ring Starry and say, "Get it, make it happen," and it had happened pretty quickly, as I remember. Well, I guess I just always had an interest in music and wanted to play guitar and. Barwon Heads Football Club gave me an opportunity to get up in front of people and play and I'm still doing it today. I'm busier now than I've ever been with music. It's taken over my life. <laughs> yeah, 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 I saw that. I see yeah. You've been playing up in Melbourne, playing at yeah. festivals and all sorts of places. Yeah, we have, yeah, yeah. We've we got Sorrento this weekend and Apollo Bay two nights next weekend. And Jeepers. We're yeah, pretty busy. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, so the Barwon's Footy Club's launched... In my career, well, I've I've still got a poster at home, and it it, it's actually from the Barrow Heads Cricket Club, and it said, well, it says something like, "This is real. We have got the John Star Band playing at this club." And it was written by Nipper, and I've still got it on my Oh, wow. Way. And there's more to it. I'd, yeah, yeah, we yeah. should put a photo of it on something. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take a photo of it and send it to yeah. you. I will, we'll yeah. Put it up. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's I'm, and I'm sure, do you remember doing Vaguely, you remember Vaguely. doing something yeah. like that. Oh, you, you would have done lots of things. And probably. real spelt R-E-E-L. Oh, yeah. Just ironically. That would be funny if that happened. Yeah. Everybody's always called you Starry. Never had any other nickname rather than Starry. Although I do recall quite a few times a few people referred to you as Ringo. Yeah, I've been called Ringo. Yeah. And back in the day, if I had a dollar for how many times people sung Starry, Starry Night to me, (laughs) I would be a rich man. (laughs) Yes. And and probably if it was just from Simon Lont, I'd be a rich man. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Um, and, And I think not so much a nickname, but I think there was a lot of references to your style of football, the way you played and the way you looked, was like Johnny Platten. 
Oh, that was said too, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, long, the long hair down the back and you used to just go in hard under the backs and all <laughs> that sort of thing. And uh, he was a, a very good player at the time. But uh, Well, uh, the, the football club actually had John Platten down to talk to us one time and it was down, down at the heads there. Yeah. He, he said his piece and then he said, has anyone got any questions? And no one, no one asked him a question. And I said, oh, well, I've got one. And he said, what is it? And I said, have you ever been called poor excuse for John Starr? <laughs> <laughs> and, That's um, gold. It was because it was around the time we won that reserves grand final. Yeah. We, we got a copy of Queenscliffs. They recorded the preliminary final, the first oh, semi, right. whatever yes, it was. Yeah. And, and the guy calling the game called me poor excuse for John Platten yep. and he never missed a beat. Every yep. time I touched the ball, that's what he called. Yep. Oh, Re- Rex. Rexy Stevens. It was too. Yep. Yes, that's yep. right. Yep. Spot, on Spot on plumbing. plumbing. That yep. was one. Spot on plumbing, that's yeah. him. Yeah. We're giving him advertisement. Yeah, yeah no, he can, he can have a bit of advertising. He's a good man, Rexy. He used yeah. to... Well, that's where the John Platten thing came from yeah. for me. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yes. So that game, you remember much about that game? The final? The or, grand final? Yeah, I do. I, oh, bits about it. I think I kicked the first goal. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we were about, I think we're nine goals down in the at three-quarter time. Yeah. And my father walked out to me and said, oh, it's all over, mate. And I said, oh, it's not over yet. And we got back and we won that game. Yeah. It was amazing, yeah. 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 Kicked, and they kicked the first goal of the last quarter. I think they did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and we kicked the next 10. Yes. <laughs> really quickly, too. Did you kick one of those? Oh, I think I might have. I'm, I can't yeah. remember kicking one in the last quarter. I remember you, Maxie yeah. Scheller, there was a few blokes got in that hadn't seen it all day, and yeah. all yeah, of a sudden... Yeah, yeah. Kenny Mack. Yeah, Kenny Mack yeah, stepped up. Forward, yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. I think Kenny Mack had played at fullback for the first three quarters of the game. He may have, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I reckon Alan just said, bugger it. Yeah. What can we? Yeah. What, what can we lose? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, we and went was, on and won it. Yeah. Well, it was a great, great day. It's a great memory for you, Starry, as we we remember our yeah our premiership very fondly, mm. and we have um, catch ups for it. So yeah, it was a, a great memory. It's a great day for everyone involved that day. Yep. Now, I, I spoke to Nipper today about blokes having uh, signature moves at the footy club. Yeah, and blokes like remember remember the way Phil Dot used to kick the ball. Yeah, he used to spin it backwards. <laughs> a little bit like Sammy Scheller does like today. Sammy Scheller does, <laughs> except he does it with the other foot. Yes, yeah. and then who else was there? Oh, well, Joffa used to just stand on people's heads, and so yep. did Nico. Yeah, yeah. And yep. Uh, Russell Highland used to bang him into the goal square or through the, the goals of the ground. from yeah. the centre of the uh, ground. There was a bloke in the back line that I uh, can't remember his name, but used to come over the top of the packs with the double fist. Yeah, that was a myth. That was that a double a fist. Teddy with the double-barreled fist. Oh, yeah. and, and but you used to have a signature move, Starry, which I remember happening one day over mm. at, at least once at Ocean Grove. And some when I told people while I was speaking to you, they a few of them remembered it happening more than once. But I'll give you a chance. Your your thing used to be to go over the fence and have a conversation with someone in the crowd. <laughs> That's a nice thing to bring up. Yeah. <laughs> be well, you can you can take the boy out of Braybrook, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not Braybrook out of the boy. Yeah. Well, that that particular day, um, 
Did it only happen the once? Because people yes. tell me that they oh, saw once. it happen a million times. No, once. Once. Yeah. Once. <laughs> <laughs> once a year. Well, I'd, I'd been, I'd copped it in the first quarter. It was, I was playing seniors and the whole sort of reserves team was in, in the pocket and I was changing Rover in the forward pocket and I copped it in that first quarter, especially from one bloke. And I said, you make sure you're standing there after the game, mate, because I'm coming to get you. You know, and, and of course, at the end of the game, I was down the other end of the ground. And I can't remember the guy I was playing on. And I said, oh, that's right, I've got something I've got to do. And I started running straight towards him. <laughs> anyway, jumped the fence, did the stupid thing. And, and my good mate, Wayne Lockyer. Wayne Lockyer came oh, straight over with you. He came flying over the top of me and made sure that we had a bit of a bingle there too. Because <laughs> the bloke I jumped the fence for backed off and said, oh, I didn't think you were serious. And, you know, but... Yeah, it's not something I'd brag about. <laughs> not a lot came. Not a lot came of it. Did, did not did really. It really? No, no. I don't no. remember it being ended up being a blue, but I remember you. I remember you going over the over and and then yeah. Lockie coming. Yeah, pretty yeah. close behind yeah. you. Yeah, he pushed a few around. Yeah. <laughs> Chest out. And then um, Eric Wilson grabbed me and walked me back to the club room, and I had to walk right past the whole through crowd. the whole. Was that was and that Ocean Grove, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. That, that never ends well. Um, I went in for a beer straight after it. Um, yeah. Once I got changed, and yeah. everything was okay. Yeah, that's yeah. all right. They still talk to you now, don't they? They, uh, it took a little while, but they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, they take a while to get over these things, but they <laughs> eventually do. Took them a long yeah. time to learn to talk, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> Did that come through on the microphone? It oh, may yeah. have, but may have. New microphones, Nipper. Everything's coming through on them now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, uh, they were the good old days, weren't they? We played it hard and played it um, not always fair. No, but uh, once we got off the ground, it was all um, all beer and skittles. Yeah, I, I might just finish that off with the, the things that were said were about my mother, who had come up to see me play, and we were, was about oh, sixty wow. meters or, or thirty meters away from them. I could yeah. probably hear them. Well, yeah. possibly, and that's why I was so upset. Yeah. yeah, no, that's. But and and I did the wrong thing. So to all you young guys out there, you don't do that. No, no, we don't. We don't, mate. What what happens in the past is in the past. It is. Yeah, yeah it was right. a different world then, though. It the was, game was yeah. played, even though you, when you, as you said, you mentioned earlier that when you first came to play Ballerina, trying to play, it in was a fantastic fair comp. It was. Yeah. Yeah, fair, it, it was like a gentleman's comp. Wasn't it was. It? My word, it yeah. was. And there was a there's a great deal of we both Nipper and I and probably yourself have got some really strong friendships that we've kept over the yep. years from guys that we played footy against and yep. and went to war with yeah yeah and and, then, and there was always a, the battle of the bridge the the grudge match which was you know probably turned a bit nasty occasionally yeah but that would have been the roughest game we'd play for the yeah. year yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it was still wasn't. You, you were never. We'd all have a beer after the game, yeah. and yeah, you're never, <clears throat> you're never scared. No, I was just going to say that yeah. you were never. You you were never really looking over over your shoulder. Russell Grant used to worry yeah. me a little bit, but to Granny's great great credit, he always used to come around and stand in front of you first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. look you in the eye and go hook. Now, players that you played with at Bowen Heads, Starry. Yeah, have, have you? Did you have a favourite or one that you really admired? Well, I thought about this because I thought you might ask me this question and, and it's really hard to answer that without mentioning 40 players' names in a way, you know. And But the the players that come to mind, are, I, I'd say Gordon Watson is probably one of the best players I've played with. Jeff Nicholson was probably, gee, he'd have to be near the most talented player I've played with. He... 
One time he took a screamer, I jumped over the top of someone, and before he hit the ground, the ball was in my chest, you know, and bounced off it because <laughs> I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. That's how quick he, he could think and he had all the skills and he went on and played some good foot, football in Geelong after he left us, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He was, uh, was he was he was just an absolute freak of nature. Yeah. You know, he could he could run fast, he could jump, he had all the skills, he had all the athleticism. Um, but as you say, he had that football now, so he knew what was going no, he, on. He was you know, a step ahead of everyone else, yeah. and he was sometimes a bit quick for everyone else. Yeah. And um, and because he was so good, I think he got a little frustrated sometimes <laughs> because of the attention he got. Yeah, he you did know, get it was the only, the only one way to beat him, and um, yeah, that wasn't always. Fairly. A fair way, yeah. yeah. But having said that, I, I, you know, people like Archie Govins, you know, like playing centre-half back in a, in a reserves game with him, and he was a wall yeah. on that back line. And yep. um, yourself, Nipper, and you, Teddy, we played a lot of footy together, and I, I had a lot of enjoyment playing with you guys. And, and you know, I could just go on... Um, Maxi Seller yes. and my mate Wayne Lockyer. <laughs> <laughs> Lockyer yes. he, he was pretty individual too, um, but yeah, some great footballers that we played with over that period, and 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 I guess personalities are a big thing. You know, we we had some terrific blokes playing there, and yeah, yeah. And it didn't matter if we were on the bottom of the ladder. No. We we always had a good Saturday night. Exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's right. And you were often good. enough at the centre of it. Yeah, yeah, kind and of driving yeah. it on, yeah, which was yeah. which was always yeah. really good. Oh, I've got to mention Chuka Pierce there too, sorry. Yeah. 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 He, he, he gave me one of my finest goals, I reckon, and oh, I really? heard him mention it on your show. When Starry came, I said to Starry, playing at Leopold, I said, Starry, Bambi Nokia, you just run to the 10 yards for me. What for? I said, just run. Yep. So I went up. Again, behind that ruck, we grabbed it and just went bang, handball it, and the star was running towards the 10 yards, we hit him, what in the chest, got a goal. He's, uh, he's, he's got a very uh, very good memory, Chooker, and uh, he's done a lot of things and he remembers most of them and he's not shy to tell them. No. Yeah, oh, good which on is him. good. Exactly yeah, yeah, right. Great. Never, never going to die wondering whether, what Chooker's been up to, he'll no, tell you. No. Um, Starry, I usually throw across at some stage to what number you wore, and I recall you <laughs> wearing two numbers. Do you? Yeah. No, okay. I, I'm not too sure. Can you remember what numbers you wore? Yeah, one and three together. <laughs> yes, 13. <laughs> 13. Very good. What other number? Well, no, I just had this, I had this feeling that you wore 33. Oh, look, I may have because Mitch and I always yeah. had a bit of a problem with that. Yeah, and I remember Mitch wearing thirty-three, okay. and I just—I don't know—it might have been a figment of my imagination, but um, uh, I always do remember you wearing the thirteen. Was that was that a? Uh, but obviously, a favourite number is that what you wore at Braybrook? I or? did wear it at Braybrook, and I, and when I actually joined Barwon Heads, Mitch had gone up north. Yep. And he didn't last long up there. Yep. And when he came back, someone else was wearing his jumper. Oh, not a happy shine. <laughs> and, and we still talk about it today and yeah. with, with a lot of love for each other. Oh, that's good. That's good. Because <laughs> not a lot of blokes want to wear number 13. And we had two blokes at the same time who wanted to yeah, wear Yeah, nearly it. fighting yeah. over it. Yeah, nearly <laughs> fighting over it. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Very, very interesting times. He, Mitch is another one who 
another bloke. We had Mitch. I think Mitch was probably our last. The Possibly. last Trail the Ring episode yeah. was Mitch. Yep. He was a fantastic guest, and um, mm. and yeah, he did. He also mentioned the number thirteen and you, you and him having a bit of a battle over. Yes, it. yeah. I thought I was 53. Yeah. Oh, like you were 53, yeah. Well, that I won. I wore 53 in 87 because that's yeah. when I came over from Queensland and started yeah. wearing 13. I was gone for a year and a half and they took me 13 off me. I thought that was a bit rude and I didn't put it on my fault until I got back. I still talk to Starry to this day and say it's your fault I walk in the We have a giggle about it. Yeah. <laughs> you did a bit of coaching too with the kids there for a while. Yeah, I coached the kids. Um... Five or six years, I think. That's yeah. a long time to put Yeah, up it with. was. Yeah. It was a great time. I, I coached the reserves prior yeah. to that. and well, um, I, th- I think Starry was the coach of the reserves prior to me. Yeah. Oh. And I, he was the one. Oh, I was one in between. Ha- was it? Ronnie Williams, yeah. Did Ronnie oh, yeah. have him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, super nuts. Oh, super yeah. nuts. <laughs> super nuts. Yeah. Here you go. Oh, Another geez. great fella. Yeah, yeah great yes. fella. I, I took his footy jumper and... He, and he's never forgiven me. Either. Oh, hasn't he? No, no. He, he was the same. He did his knee. Yeah. And you got his it, jumper. And he and I, they just gave me that jumper. Mm. I had a really good year. And when he came back, and I don't reckon he came back the next year. I might be wrong there, but he had eighteen months. He couldn't get it right. Yeah. So I wore it another year. Yeah. And by the by no. that time I was. It was going yours. All right, and it was mine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bonnie was just handing it out to you. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bonnie just, Bonnie. Aside from doing the um, from doing the canteen, she used to come up and hand out the jumpers she as well did, and yeah. wash them and other things, lots of oh, other things. Million yeah. other oh, things, yeah. Yeah. yeah, cooking and all that yeah. sort of thing. Uh, exactly. Yeah, no, you would have. Who did you? Who? What sort of players did you coach? What what guys were running around then? Oh, um, Eddie Eftemeyer. Oh yeah, Eddie went on to have a very good senior career. Yeah, oh, um, yeah. Maddie, who played for St Kilda. <laughs> oh yeah, the Matt goose, Matt McGuire, the goose, yeah, yeah. yeah, and his brother—they were both good footballers. Yeah, ben, ben. Uh, yeah, um, Ben pours a very mean gin and tonic over at the whiskery. Exactly. At the moment. Yes. Oh, is he working over there? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's very good at it too. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Ben as about a twelve-year-old wearing a helmet at cricket. It was loose on me. And I wear the biggest helmet you can get. Yeah. My yeah. God, he had a massive melon. Yeah, yeah. Good little cricketer he was too. Both yeah. of them were. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they're the Farrell bro- brothers, oh, yeah. David Farrell, who who's a coach in at the Falcons these days, or yeah. was last on you. Yeah, no, he was. Now he's yeah. in at South Bowen. South Bowen. Oh, is he? South okay. Bowen, yeah. senior team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So yeah. you coached Faz, did you? Yeah, I did, yeah, and his oh. brother, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. There's yeah. some good players come out of there. I'm not, my memory's not terrific, but um, <laughs> he he actually won the best in the comp well, when I coached him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he was one fellow I thought would have really gone on with his football. Yeah, he's um, gone on with his coaching. He has definitely. Oh, yeah, de- no, right. yeah, yeah, playing. Sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah but, but he has gone on with his football. Mm. You're right. Mm. Yeah. He's got a young fella. Yeah, his name's Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Little Teddy Farrell. Oh. He's a good kid too, Teddy. Yeah, good. Good day, Teddy. How you going? Good, thanks, Mister Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a bit older than that now, Nip. Yeah, I know. He's played cricket against him the other week, and he was. Um... Who's he playing for? 
Colin Diner. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. He's bigger than me. Oh, really? He, he, what, he, taller? Taller, yeah. Oh, yeah, say. taller. <laughs> no one plays cricket against me that's bigger than me. <laughs> oh, and I've got to mention Peter Swinton, who was one of my oh, favourite kids yes. that I coached. I coached him from when he was... I think the first game he had, he would have been 10 years old playing under 15, you know, and stuck him in the pocket and yeah. the boys snuck a handball over to him and he got a goal, I think, in his first game. And, and he's yeah. still playing now, isn't he? Yeah. I think so. Is he? You yeah. know, we haven't had footy for 18 months, but I'm yeah. pretty sure. He, he, he certainly played 2019. Yes. yes. Yeah. I get very mixed up with those. Yeah, yeah he yeah. played in that. Yeah, right. In that year, so yeah. He won a reserves best and fairest only a couple of years ago too, I reckon. Yeah, you mind if I think. And has played two hundred senior games. He has. Yeah. Yeah, so they gave him a big like a poster. A big poster with a, with a photo of him. There's lots of the the thing the thing that the young blokes have now that we never had is there's photos of them all playing footy yeah. Yeah. and film of them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's never any photos of us or film. No. The only there's, ones we used to get were if by chance the Geelong advertiser were in town yes. yeah. taking photos and you happened to be near the ball when the photo was taken. Yeah. Um, I had a, quite a few of them. The ball, was, <laughs> the ball was never in my hands and I was always pulling a funny face or falling an awkward position and, um, um, yeah, it wasn't something you'd pin up on the wall to. Uh, okay. There was a photo of me jumping over a pack at Port Arlington. That was that got in the paper once. Leading with two fists. No, I only had one going that day. Actually, I, I know in those days I used to try and mark it because I used to be able to jump a bit. I was only young, and it, it was fairly early in the day because I was wearing number nine. Oh. I, I reckon I wore number nine a few times when Joey didn't Joey play. Joey didn't play, and then uh, Peter Suters turned up and got it. He wore number nine. You wrote a song. Yes, I did. How did it come about? Well, it was the year that I coached, and I actually wrote that song with John Tyson, who yep. you mentioned yep. before that I work with. Mark Humphreys was coaching. And um, it was a tough year. Mark was a triathlon, and I think we had 100 players go through the books, which would nearly be a record, I think. Mm. And I talked people like John Tyson into playing. I think yeah. he played two games and give yeah. it up and... And, and the main reason was because no one could handle the training, you know. It was as fit as I've ever been in my life. Yeah. We did a lot of running and he was a very fit man. Yeah. And, but he um, also had his mate Darren McDonald. Yeah, the, yeah. Yes. the uh, Olympian or Commonwealth, was a Commonwealth Games. Games bronze, bronze medal in bad mitten or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and he was, he was also... particularly fit. He, yeah. yeah, he was fit, yeah. yeah. That's right, yeah. Um, and I, I don't know, I... I we we still had a great social club and my band would play often down there and um, I just thought I should write a song about the club and I and I actually wrote about him and a couple of other people in the song and um, and yeah that's how it really came about. And, and yeah. you remember it or did you, did you have to I, dig I, it out or now? Yeah, do you remember it now? Yeah, I, I still. I, well, that's pretty good because we're going to get you to play. It. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that'll be handy. Yeah. <laughs> do you still sing it in the shower? <laughs> Yeah. No, I don't. No, no. Well, I do. I don't know if I remember it like it, like it was sung, but well, I heard Mitch sing a bit of it actually, and he got a couple of things wrong, but yeah, it yeah. was good what he sung. I yeah. liked, liked hearing what he sung. Yeah. yeah. Bowenheads Footy Club, just Hello. down by the pub. Watch out for Hello. the seagulls on your way. Bowenheads Footy Club, just down by the pub. Charlie's on the gate. He'll make you pay.
Yeah. Oh, well, because everyone, when you when you got it going, everyone used to sing it. They I did. Don't know, yeah, I yeah. don't know, like, as I say, the, the generation that's come since that, or not just one, but mm. three generations of people that have come since then yeah. probably don't remember well, well they wouldn't know it no so, that's right yeah. you know yeah. from our generation from the what early late 80s maybe up to the late 80s and yeah into the 90s i guess um they would all, have remembered we all remember it, it. yeah because yeah. yeah. it because it does reference a couple of like references charlie stanley and yeah. and lorna i think on the yeah charlie on yeah, yeah, yeah. On the gate, he'll make you pay yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. i think um a young nipper um, I think there was a verse is in there somewhere. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And I and believe it or not, that's the verse I'm going to sing tonight. Oh, oh is it? Yes. Good on you. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. And I mentioned the Brat Pack we had. Yes, there. the yeah. Brat Pack, yeah. the Brat Pack. Album. And it was uh, Luke. He reminds us of a movie star. And, yes. And, yes, and, yes. I, and then I sang on the good ship, lovely <laughs> Shirley Temple. The, yeah. the Brat Pack were the a chosen pack. few. I think that's that might right. have been the line. That was the yeah, line. That yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Brat Pack. Yeah. <laughs> I've still got my Brat Pack jumper. Oh, you were a part of it. And yeah. it still fits me. Wow. Yeah. And it's and it's one of the things that's got my name spelt wrong on it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, you weren't responsible <laughs> no. for that. Well, I did have mine for a while. I don't know what happened to it. Yeah. Wouldn't fit me, though. Hey, listen, I'll tell you what. I'm going to do the technology now. Yeah. Now, we've always been... We've had a great support from... The beach house. Yep. Yes. And the beach house at Barnheads. Yeah. Brian, Leanne, Brian and Tom. Leanne and Tom. Yeah. And so I had a mate who I work with who does a bit of voiceover work. And I got him to do something for me. So I'm just going to play it now. Hey. Did you know that the Barwon Heads Football and Netball Club and the Trail on the Wing podcast are proudly supported by the Beach House at Barwon Heads? Located in Hitchcock Avenue, right in the centre of town, it was once the town fire station, but now Beach House at Barwon Heads serves modern cuisine for breakfast, lunch, dinner and all times in between. It showcases some of the Ballerine Peninsula's fine local produce, wine, cider and beer. Whether it be to enjoy the sunshine on the deck, for a casual drink with some friends, or to celebrate that special occasion, or to record a great footy podcast, the Beach House's friendly staff are always happy to accommodate. Come see us today. We are grateful to the to the people at, at the beach house because they do look after us, and uh, we have got a pretty good place here. It's it's uh, reasonably quiet on a Tuesday night when we come down and do it. Yeah. So we've always been very grateful to them. And Brian Lane have been a fantastic part of this club most of the time I've been involved. Yeah, yeah long yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, long time. Um, yeah. Sponsors and um, involved in one way or another. Yeah, which is fantastic. <laughs> I reckon it's time to find out whether. Starry. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't <laughs> handle the truth! <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> there you go. So uh, I reckon we, it's time to, for Nipper and I to have a bit of a crack at whether or not Starry is lying about one of these three grounds. 
Right, my theory goes with. Yes. I reckon we played a practice match around about early 80s. That was um, my call. Yeah. Well, maybe late 80s at Kidinia Park. Yes. So that's a tick for Kidinia Park. Played against Thompson at Kidinia Park. That's right. When Larry Donahue was the coach at Thompson. The lamb. That and man, Larry. We were supposed to play, I forget who the coach was, but we were supposed to play, uh, play them and. The, they dug their centre wicket up to put a new one in before the winter and it wasn't in a fit state to play on. So Larry, being Larry, just rang up bloody probably... Whoever was president? Yeah, whoever was president. Was maybe he just turned Jack. up. Maybe he just, probably Jack then, was it? Or Reg Hickey or someone? Maybe he just turned up on just the night. And a bla- I'm bringing a bunch of blokes yeah. over to play. So yeah, we did you play that day? No, I didn't play I played in the under-17s and the reserves that day, so... Yeah. That was my first... That must have been 1982 then because that was my first year of senior footy. Yeah. Uh, so so I, reckon, re- I reckon Starry probably played that day. Um, Victoria Park. I reckon growing up in Braybrook, Noel Starry would have been a... He's a pretty modest bloke too. He would have been one of the better players along with Hawkins and Granawagan and Wilson and that. Perhaps he played in a rep game against a mob from the other side of town and it was at Victoria Park, I'm thinking. Yeah. So that would rule out Sydney. And the other well, reason... That's I the would, obvious one to rule out. But the other, th- the other reason I would rule out Sydney is that I didn't really go up there and play footy until Starry was in his mid-20s. Yeah. So unless it was a um, charity game or something like that... Unless he snuck on the ground and just had a kick. <laughs> no, he said played. Played, yep. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm saying that Sydney's Sydney's the furphy. So you've got Sydney out. Yep. I'm going I'm going with Vic Park. I don't reckon he played at Vic Park. So I reckon he's played at Caninia Park and the SCG. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing is, though, that I reckon... We just agreed that Bowenheads played at Kidinia Park. I don't remember where the Starry played that day. Oh, yeah, well, I mean... There you maybe. go. Yeah. yeah. So. Before you answer it, though... Yes. Did you play at Pentridge? No, I didn't. You didn't play in that day? No. Because that was a day I missed out, too. Yeah, when I'd done yeah. It. You, no, you I didn't, didn't go. I wasn't allowed to. I, I, I don't want to say any more because it'll incriminate my your answer. Incriminate, that's not the word. All right, it'll give it away, will it? It will, yes. All right, well, you can say more later then. So what is it? What is it? Which one's the lie? The lie is Cadinia Park. The lie? There you go. (laughs) I I went up um, and played and worked with Neville Crease. Yes. Concreting for for nearly three years. And we worked in Cobar for 12 months. Yes, I then remember that. Sydney for 12 months. And while I was in Sydney, I played for the Balmain Tigers, oh, wow. AFL. Yes. And we played a curtain raise at Carlton and Sydney. Oh, so on that, the SCG. that was fantastic, yeah. yeah. And the Collingwood one was um, when I played Super Rules, we went and oh, played at yeah. Victoria Park. Yeah. 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 And, oh, and the I reason I. about Super Rules. Yeah, and the reason I didn't um, play at Cadinia was because I was in Sydney. Actually, I was in um, uh, Cobar. Yeah, at that oh, time. okay. I was going to try and play rugby, but um, yeah. didn't really suit didn't me. Didn't have the body shape for it? No, not quite. <laughs> Far too smart to play for rugby, too. <laughs> Good we, went, we went down there and drunk with them, though. <laughs> <laughs> now, what did you just remind me of? 
the Super Rules. Super Rules, that's yeah. right. Yeah. You, you were one of the first blokes I knew who played Super Rules, and I reckon it was probably pretty new then. Yeah, it was pretty new. Um, Tomo and I went in there yes, together, and Craig Armstrong, who was yes. another fellow, that great fellow from yeah. our club. And, I, and, of course, Tomo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Craig yeah. stuck with it for a really long time. Yeah, he did, yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. I, I, I played for it. When I was coaching juniors, I played Super Rules, so I... I was fairly fit and I probably the best football I ever played, you know. And yeah. Against oh no, it was still good competition. No, some good footballers out there. Yeah. Oh yeah, playing yeah. for Geelong. Playing for Geelong, yeah. Well, and Derek some, Herbison played as yes. well. There's some pretty and, good footballers. There were, your age that played for Geelong, like yeah, yeah. Sarah's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Baldrick, Baldrick plays. Yeah, doesn't yeah. He? yeah. Old Welsh, yeah. Welsh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Some Bissett. Yeah, Daryl Bissett. Yeah. yeah, the heap. Yeah, well, his father coached me in Melbourne. At he Braybrook. was too. Georgie yeah. was from Braybrook, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, right. he was, yeah. yeah. Did you play against George? Yes, I did. Yeah, I was. I was playing for Baron Heads yeah. at the time, and, and he was playing at Port. So it was the first year I played for Baron Heads, and our coach, who was Lee Crawford, yep, he yep. he he read the team out and came up and talked to me. He said, "You're on Bissett for the whole day," and I don't want you to give him an inch. And I said, "You're joking, aren't you, mate?" I I can't do that. And he gave me his boots when I was playing finals in under 15, <laughs> you know. And um, and he was the toughest coach I've ever played under too. We used to ch- carry bricks around at pre-season doing laps, you know. Wow. He was amazing. And we won two grand finals yeah. in a row. Uh, but um, so I ran out on the ground. I'm on George. He had a bit of a laugh. And, so and he, he, he obviously was, remembered you. He, oh, of course, yeah. he's one of my dad's best mates. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, he, he was like a, oh, I don't know how you explain, like a slippery worm. You know, <laughs> he he, we'd both run to the pack, and all of a sudden he'd go one way, and the ball would just chase him yeah. <laughs> and land on his chest. And one of the toughest games I've ever played. Yeah. yeah and yeah. It, and it was a big ask, but uh, you yeah, know, of course, you take it on and you do your best. Yeah. I, and I think we lost because they had a good year that year. They, yeah, they pretty were good good. Team. They yeah. were pretty good. They were pretty good. Right about then, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, even, yeah. I mean, he's a fair football. He ran her up in a Brownlow medal. Yeah, like. he was. So yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Pretty good football. He was a damn good footballer. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Went to Collingwood. Went and to Collingwood. Played really mm. well. At Collingwood. Played. He did it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And for a bloke back then, you know, they were all tall fellas and, and George was the smallest guy in the comp. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. for a guy that size to make league football was a feat in itself, yeah. 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 And a great fella too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We Georgie Bissett. Yes. Yeah. And so how long did you did you stick with with your time with uh, Super Rules? Super Rules I probably played for five or six years and, and, and during that time I was coaching the kids, so... I'd coach them on the Saturday morning and then the reserves would be shorter players, so I'd play reserves and then go and play on the Sunday or play Super Rules. And I did that quite a few times during those few years. Wearing an old body out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, And then climbing up and down ladders all week working. That's right, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I I was retired 10 years before I was eligible, (laughs) eligible to play Super Rules. Yeah. I think I played... I was in my early 40s, my last... Yeah, oh, getting to mid forties. Yeah. yeah, last game I would have played. And they they only play fortnightly, don't they? They did yeah. play fortnightly, and, you, and used to go on trip. So that oh. was like a footy trip every every away game. Every second week, yeah. Every sorry, every once a month. Once a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go to Swan Hill sometimes, yeah. Echuca. Oh, wow. 
you know. And, and I remember Bendigo. And and Bendigo, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was, yeah. did you, you go up there for the night, stay the night? No, we usually just drove up. I, I think we stayed one night at, at a Chuka, actually, yeah. Yeah. Tomo and I stayed up Because you played on a Sunday. Yeah, and uh, actually um, Dave Gubbs, Gubbo would jump in the car sometimes and play and he'd always ha- have a six-pack with him which we drink on the way there and get run out there and play footy. Oh. Oh, yeah, he's going to he's going to give me heaps for that, isn't he? Oh, I, know, I know a bloke who, who um, religiously drinks a can of um, Coca-Cola on his way to cricket every week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know a bloke who used to do that too. The, the Coca-Cola's got Jim Beam in it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, I know a bloke that used to do that too. Has that stopped, has it? Used to. that practice stopped? So so you don't play cricket anymore? (laughs) You can't really drink cans on the way to cricket when your son's sitting next to you. You've got to draw the line somewhere. Never stopped you when other people's sons are sitting next to you. Because he'll tell mum. (laughs) Oh, all right. Mm. Well, we've just told her. (laughs) We're in trouble now. She hears me enough at home, she won't listen to me. On a podcast. <laughs> Speaking of podcasts, Teddy, I think we should give a bit of a cheerio to some of our um, regular listens, listeners out there that give us some good positive feedback. Of course, Tommy Beckworth's always um, telling us about uh, how good we are and how better it would be if he was uh, one of our guests. Um, we'll get to you, Tommy, at some stage or another. Um, Al Ogilvy um, gave me some great feedback about um, his travels overseas when he was uh, listening to a lot of the podcasts. Um, one of our past players from a very long time ago, Johnny Lewis over in Adelaide, has been listening in. Um, Jeff Peel, who himself has done a couple of podcasts, I think, from time to time. Well, Peel he used to call the footy. He did. Yeah, he did. Um, that's 3CS? 3CS it is was. football oh, with, uh, with Dennis Wall, I think. 3CS did. was the sound the sound of the southwest or something, oh, wasn't something, it? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> um, and Duncan Smith in the, I don't know where he is at the moment, in the middle of Western Australia. Yes. Um, he he um, loves to listen. And probably our number one fan... The president of the Balinese Football Club. Another great supporter of ours, but we don't do ads for the president. No, but Tim got a, does tune in and, and gets mm. excited, so we, we will mention his name. So we, I, we actually, I just want to mention Tim because, and I was going to mention him anyway, uh, he is off for a weekend with his lovely wife shortly, and he's taking with him half a trailer load of boxes, which are full of... Football clothes, shorts, socks, footy jumpers, boots, all kinds of footy stuff that yep. are going up to the Aboriginal communities in, I think, the Northern Territory. Yeah, he's I think meet, that's what it is. He's yeah. meeting someone oh, up great. in the Flinders Ranges somewhere, I think, yep. and he's going to hand over the, the contents of the trailer and they'll take it back up to the community because we couldn't sort of work out how we were going to get it up there because there's quite a bit of it. And yeah, um, That's terrific. Yeah, so the, I think the footy club had a drive, probably back in 2019, and we haven't been able to. They haven't been able to do much with it because oh, yeah, of yeah. COVID. Yeah. So, and um, so I think that's a great initiative, and it's great that Tim has taken the time to go off on and do that. And given the turnaround time it takes me to get this edited and get it up online, he and Sandy might be listening to it as they're driving. 
<laughs> they might be listening to it to us speak about it now. So I'll, I look forward. Hope to you're s- enjoying your drive, guys. I always look forward to seeing um, the Goddard's Facebook sites. Sandy takes some absolutely fantastic nature photographs that uh, that are really really good. Tim seems to take photographs as he trips over. They're always sort of laying on the ground looking up. You know, he's fallen over in a rock pool and he's looking up at the bluff or he's tripped over under the bridge and he's looking up under the bridge and he just um, seems to... Um, so, Tim, when you're away next, just um, I, I don't know for a fact, when you're in Tassie on a walk, you tripped over and cut your legs. So just try to keep your feet, son. <laughs> <laughs> Something Cornsy would have told him. Yeah, yeah. Keep your feet, son. Keep your feet, son. Mm. Now, speaking of... Here's another fan of our podcast, Nipper. He is. There's a, there is another one. Yeah. There's a... You know we are inspired by a podcast from who, which is made by a local fellow. Yes. And his producer and the person who puts it together is the son of the man that Starry was just talking about, Steve yeah. Thompson. Exactly. Like called Darcy Thompson. Okay. Yeah. He puts together uh, Hamish and Andy, I think, on Triple M. And he oh. also does the Howie Games yep. and puts together the Howie Hotline. Yes. And they, they asked if people would like to ring up and say something on the Howie Hotline. And I did so. And we got a mention. We did. So we did. I'm going to play that now. And while I'm doing that, we'll get Starry ready yeah. so that he can play his music. Fantastic. G'day Howie, I'm Teddy and I'm from Bowen Heads. I just wanted to let you know that your concept for the Howie Games has inspired a mate and I to begin our own podcast. It celebrates the history of our footy and netball club, which turns 100 in 2022. We're interviewing the people that made our footy club great in its history. And I just also wanted to let Darcy know that I played footy with his dad back in the 80s and he was an absolute gun. Thanks, guys, for the great show and also for the great inspiration that you gave us. All the best. <laughs> Thank you, Teddy. We'll get to your old man in a moment, yeah. Darcy. I've got a story for you about that. Okay. Thanks, Teddy. I, th- I think it's a great idea that there's – and think about it if you're involved in, in a sporting club. I know your father-in-law to be is heavily involved in sporting clubs and he did something um, up at Holbrook for their footy club, Darcy, mm. that you were involved in, yeah, which basically did. took back the history and relayed a grand final, which was outstanding, mate. I, I think if you're involved in a, a footy club or a netball club, it's a great opportunity – to tell the history of your club through a podcast, just you don't have to be a gun interviewer. Just interview the people that were involved in a certain game or the starting of the club. Oh, I think it's really valuable for sporting oh, clubs. So good on Teddy. Totally. And you can't put a price on something that's so personal and and such a great memento for for that club. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, spot on. And now to your dad, Tom. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if it was Teddy. I was at the cricket the other day locally. And a fella came up, it could well have been Teddy, and he, he was started telling me about your dad, Tomo, who played for the Bowenhead Seagulls. What year did he play for the Seagulls? Uh, I don't know, in the in the 80s, late 80s? In the 80s. Yeah. He was a long-haired, tight, shorter operator, was Tomo. <laughs> and he came in ready to play. And in where I live, the, in Bowenheads, there is uh, the Sheep Wash Classic, which is a fun run. It's about an 8K, um, which I've had the pleasure of doing with my kids and my beautiful wife a couple of times. So he came in ready a game morning, um, with his running gear on, the coach said, what have you been doing, Tom? I said, oh, I've just knocked out the uh, the Sheepwatch Classic. I've done the AK. And the coach apparently in front of the team gave him one of the great sprays about, what about your preparation? You've let your teammates down. You come in here half-cooked. You've been off running. You haven't prepared for the game. What are you doing, Tomo? To which Tomo responded, 
Oh, well, I normally run 12Ks the morning of a game, so I only did eight in the sheep. Watch Classic. So your man, your old man was that fit. He used to knock out 12Ks before a game does. He is going to hate uh, that he's been brought up on the on the podcast, but I will send that to him immediately. Uh, thanks, Teddy, oh, for one. sending that through. Thanks, Howard. You're with Nipper and Teddy on the Tran the Wing. Brought to you by the Beach House at Bowen Heads. There you go. How about that? He's gonna hate he's gonna hate that too, wouldn't he? I I I saw Tomo the other day. Yeah. I was in the car and he was in the car. We were like ships passing in the night and um, after he drove off I thought, I should have got him and said asked him if he's heard that and and see what his reaction to it was because I was the one that told Howie the story. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. it certainly wasn't me. I'd, uh, yeah, I hadn't spoken to him at that point. Hey, um, while we were through the magic of radio, while we were playing, or magic of podcast, yes. while we were playing uh, that, we got our guest into position. He now has a guitar in hand. Righto. So Starry wrote a song. We've already discussed it back in the, in the 80s, and it was a very great treasure for us to have and everyone used to sing this, sing along with this at the, uh, whenever Starry played, and it was always a treat when he played it. And it's, uh, it's part of the folklore of the club. It's on, it's on very high rotation in my head right at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it has been, it has been mine for a few and weeks, it, and it's probably been on a reasonably high rotation through my head for the last thirty years, or a lot longer song is. It's I'll, a catchy little number, it is, isn't it? It is. So he's going to play it for us. We really, really appreciate this story. You're a magnificent man for bringing your guitar along, and no you're a magnificent man for remembering the song. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, Bowenheads Footy Club by Johnny Starr. Thank you. And as I said, I'm just going to do the one verse, <laughs> which Nippers seems very happy about at the moment. Oh. <laughs> Bowen Heads Footy Club, just down by the pub. Watch out for the seagulls on your way. Bowen Heads Footy Club. Bring your kids and your dog Charlie's on the gate, he'll make you pay In the centre we got this bloke People say he's a bit of a joke But if you ask us we'll say Nipper, he's alright But in the shower we're in doubt Cos when Nipper walks in everybody runs out It's bloody weird the games that posties play Bowen Heads Footy Club Just down by the pub Watch out for the seagulls on your way Bowen Heads Footy Club Bring your kids and your dog Charlie's on the gate, he'll make you pay Stewie's on the gate, he'll make you pay Nanette's on the gate and you know what you'll do. <laughs> that is gold, Starry. Absolute gold. Ah, that's very good. That brings back some great memories. Oh, that is magnificent, it Starry. Is. Oh, <laughs> thanks so much for that, mate. Club. Bring the kids and the dog. Charlie's on the gate. No, it's fantastic. Yeah, I don't know about that bit about 
Stewie will make you pay because the old man used to come home with more cans <laughs> than he did. Than Cashy gave to Ken yeah. a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah he let everyone in. Yeah, no, like blokes would go, hey, Stewie, can you let me in for free? If you, oh, I'll give you a couple of cans. <laughs> and he'd, he'd, he'd ring up mum and say, um, can you come down and pick me up? I can't carry all these cans home. So, um, yeah. but, uh, but if they tried to get in for free... Um, yeah, there was no chance. It was it was casual cans in those days. Mm, very good. Starry, that is that is like we've been doing this for a couple of years now. Yeah. This is this is our third season, really, isn't it? This yeah. is the, this yeah, be yeah. the first one of the third year, too, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that is the highlight oh, so absolutely. far. <laughs> yep, yep, that is the highlight. Oh, the only other thing that comes close to it is Bobby gives the sprays. <laughs> yes, yes, that was right. Yeah, on the cooler beans. Yes. Yeah. You know, when you when you talk about celebrities at the Bowen Heads Footy Club, have we had many blokes in the club that have been interviewed and spoken to by international actors that are known <laughs> worldwide? Johnny Starr, yeah. Baldrick interviewed him. Tony Robinson. Um, he grew up playing footy with a Brownlow medalist, a absolute league legend in Doug Hawkins. Uh, of course, Brian Wilson was the. Brownlow medalist, Dougie Hawkins and Robert Gronowagen, who was a very handy footballer in himself. Um, there's more celebrities. Who were they coached by? coached by Wee Georgie Bissett, who was runner-up in a Brownlow medal. It doesn't finish there because then he goes on and starts coaching the kids at Bowen Heads and he produces an AFL footballer of his own in Goose Maguire. <laughs> so, uh, you know, what's, what's next on the agenda for Johnny Starr? He also produced Pete Swinton. That's yeah. right, yes. Yeah. yes. We should yeah. never forget that. Yes. Yeah. No, it's... Uh, this is royalty, Teddy. It's been a treat, sorry. An absolute treat. That was fantastic. Oh, I'm so excited about that. I, I actually was excited about it yeah. because I, I remembered the song and I thought, I can't wait till he comes in and sings it. And when you said you'd bring your guitar and sing it, I... I told Nipper, and I think it, I, he was that. I think a bit of wee came out when he yeah. was talking. <laughs> he was that excited. Well, that's why everyone ran out of the shower because <laughs> <laughs> a bit of wee came out. <laughs> oh, I just enjoyed my privacy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness, uh, there goodness you go. me! Now everyone knows the secret behind this. Oh song. well, that was, yeah. uh, that was the old one. Archie Gavin's taught me that trick. Oh, <laughs> no, we won't. No, this is a, well. We a, only had two family-friendly show. Yeah. That's right. And um, there'd be three blokes under each shower. Yeah, and he'd come in, and we'd all have to bloody run out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not for right. the same reason everyone no. ran out when Peter Van Eckelberg no. was in there. <laughs> no. no one wanted to share. There was no Becky. room in there when he. No. Was you in went. There. You went through the list of of. Uh, avid listeners yes, before. Yes. I've and, got a, I've, and Eki's one of them. Yeah, well, I've got to tell you something about, about Eki because he likes to remind me of this also. Um, we were playing Leopold the year after I'd played for them and um, and at halftime, I, the, Lee Crawford said to me, Sari, what are you doing? You haven't had a kick, you know, and he, he, he give, gave me grief and in front of all the boys and so I went out and I kicked five goals in the second half of the game. And Eki handballed three of them to me. Oh. <laughs> and he continues to remind you of that? No he doubt. does continue to remind me. And I, I would do the same to him, yeah. Saved, saved your place in the, in the team? Yeah, team? I was in the seniors the next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a good man, Eki. He is. He's a very good man. I'll tell you a story about Eki. 
I went down and watched the Bowenheads Seagulls, the premier, the current reigning premiers in the Ballerine Football League, play their first practice. Well, they actually their first Saturday practice game. They had a one against uh, against South Bowen on a Wednesday night recently, but they had a practice game and it was a fantastic game, which uh, the University Blacks won two goals eight to one goal seven. Oh wow! Yeah, and it was it was. Played between the arcs, fair income, and it was, and it did not stop raining for the whole day. But we rolled out our new great recruit, the six pointer. Oh yes, Nathan Brown. Oh. And Nathan Brown has selected number four as his jumper, oh. which was one of the jumpers that Eki wore. Did. And Nathan Brown's a very big, burly young fellow. <laughs> he's, I'm, I swear, he's wearing Eki's jumper. Oh, it's a bit of a. It's very tight. Very tight. Very, very tight. <laughs> he's he's going to end up with a nickname out of it. I don't know what it's going to be. Um, is, I, but is, I spoke with Carpo and Frizy up on the hill, and they're going to work on it. But I sp- I also spoke to Brendan Curry and I said, "Cars, what's going on with the jumper? The star recruit, mate. You got to get him one that fits him." And he goes, "He asked for the smallest one." Oh. There you go. If it's too small for him, he could probably squeeze into one of my old ones. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Now. Now I don't claim to be an A student, but I'm trying to be. For maybe by being an A student, baby, I can win your love for me. Nipper. Teddy. You always forget this one. I wrote it down. You wrote it. You've written it down, have you? I wrote a couple down because I thought I thought I saw you write. You were copying off me, and you wrote down what I wrote down. What have you learned today, Nip? Oh, I didn't write that down. Oh? I didn't write that down. You go first. Well, what did you write down? Something else. I'll tell you oh, that later. Right. Well, I learned that Johnny Starr, before he played for Bowen Heads, played for Leopold. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. And I don't I don't reckon many people would. Only Robbie Petho would be the only one, only Bowen Heads person who'd probably. remember that. Yeah, or if, if you told me Robbie, Robbie Petho... Where did Robbie Petho come from? I'd have said Leopold. Right. But I didn't realise that you played for Leopold. Yeah. Yeah, one season. Yeah, one season. There you go. How'd you go while you were there? I went all right. We both played seniors all year. and we, He was a ruckman, I was a rover. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And they won the grand final the year before. We didn't have as good a year that year. I think I think we made the finals and, yeah, we didn't yeah. get far. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, they were a good club and not as good as Bowen had, so. Yeah, no. No, no one is. That's no. right. No, Teddy, I would have to say what I did learn today is that I have to write down what I'm looking to learn so that I can remember to do this. But I did learn a couple of things from Starry. One was that um, I didn't realise, I knew he coached juniors um, for some time. I didn't realise he coached them for so long. Five years is, you know, a long time to be a coach of a junior team because you probably have you know, potentially five different sides over each year. You know, they all go up and, you know, become men and that sort of thing. So that's a wonderful achievement. And um, and it's probably something, not so much that I learned, probably that I relearned because I do forget things from time to time. But Starry played footy for a very, very long time <laughs> as a, um, what do you call those? Super super rulers with uh, quite a few other blokes from Bowen Heats. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That was about that was about it, Teddy. Nothing groundbreaking. 
Yeah. I knew that he played footy with Dougie Hawkins. And oh, yeah, no, Brian no. We, I knew that. So it's what you learned in, in this conversation, and that's yeah. what I... I also learned that, which I didn't know, well, you might have known this, that, that Nico didn't play at Braybrook. I thought, always thought he did. He yeah. played at West Footscray. West Footscray, yeah. 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 i tell you what. Do I we did, like West Footscray? i tell you what I did learn today. What's that? Johnny Starr is probably the only footballer that has ever represented the Bowen Heads Football Club that has also represented the Belmain Tigers. Yes. <laughs> I don't there think there'd be another one. Yeah. There you go. I had, I, I'm a St Kilda supporter as well. And, well, here we go. Barry Breen was my coach up there. Oh. oh we right. won one grand final, St Kilda, and Barry Breen kicked the point yes. that won yes. that grand final. Yes. So I was playing with my hero. Oh, Wow. And, and we went on to win the grand final, but bloody Neville pulled me out and I had to go to Wyala. Oh, crazy. Oh. As what the final started. <laughs> oh, so you missed out. They went, went on and won the grand final. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. But it was a great experience up there. Yeah. A um, lot of money. Yeah. Got paid well. Oh, yeah. really? What, yeah. what was the standard like? Oh, the standard was you, you would have, say, 10 good Victorians in the team, yeah. good players. Yep. And then maybe, you know, 10 locals yeah, that probably weren't that great, a bit, you know. Yeah. But, but we were a pretty good team, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I actually, the first game, practice match of the year, I um, I, I broke my ankle and went down the forward pocket and, and because I, was, I couldn't move, I was standing by myself and I kicked two goals with a broken ankle and... Um, I had to go off the ground and, and they were really serious up there with their footy because, you know, it was all rugby and yeah. the blokes that were involved in the in the AFL were pretty serious. And I they sent me in and I got a, a cortisone injections and I played four weeks later. Wow. I was back in the team. God. And I had two fractures and a break in my ankle. Wow. <laughs> it's not bad stuff, that cortisone. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> and while you were doing that, you Pouring concrete with Neville. I was. I didn't stop. I'd, I'd wear, do you know Tommy Donnelly? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I'd wear one of Tommy's runners over my plaster and I kept working. Yeah. Wow. Because <laughs> he had a better size 13 foot. And and, yeah, yeah. I'm, and I'm size eight. <laughs> with with that Creasy's crew that were laying concrete, you probably would have had a couple of drinks at the end of the day. Well, you had one or two, oh, yes. Yeah, the Rosale Hotel. Oh, right. Yeah. There you go. It was a popular place for the Creasy's crew. <laughs> yeah. And that was an experience of a lifetime working for a big Nev. <laughs> and he was also our president of the club for a long time. He was, he was he president was. of the club for a yeah. while. We had some great presidents. Yeah. We have had yeah. some. We've had some great characters as presidents. We have. Yeah. Whether or not they've been great presidents, <laughs> well, yeah, it's hard to tell to sometimes. We true. have had some fantastic characters as presidents, yeah. and it's and it's. I mean, that's part of country footy, isn't it? What have we got to do now, Nipper? You've caught me off guard tonight, Teddy. Like you've given me a running sheet, and that's confused me a little bit. And all these flashing lights and bright colours and all that, and, and this is the first time I've worn headphones. Just, you know, I don't. <laughs> well, think you didn't have to wear them. You can modern, take them off. But modern it, technology but is catching you. up with me. I think. No, so, whether you're in front of the mic or not. Yeah, no, but um, no, it's been. Fantastic to catch it, up. It has. Star. It's really great to be back. It's really great to have the show back and have us running. And we're really, really, really lucky to have Starry to come along and play his music for us tonight and be our first guest for the new season. 
Um, we appreciate you coming along, Starry. I know when I first rang you, you said, oh, I'm pretty busy. <laughs> and, um, but you've made time for us, which is oh, yeah. fantastic, and we really, really thank you for it. Um, I don't think... It's going to take us a long time to top that that oh. bit of guitar work and that yeah. singing. Okay. And, and we, uh, we love it. I think I can guarantee that it will be played again throughout time on the wing because Teddy's got it recorded now. Yep, we've recorded it. We can put I it hope. somewhere. It's fantastic. Thanks, mate. Really appreciate it. Thank you very, very much. Thank you for having me, guys. You're sensational. Keep up the good work. Good on you. Thanks, right. mate. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Russell, do your thing. Okay. Pick up your glass, pick up your ass, stop your talking and start your walking. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Cheerio. I think it'd be pretty difficult to come up with a highlight greater than that one in the three years that we've been doing the Tree on the Wing. We really, really want to thank Starry for coming along. We really, really want to thank him for playing. Thanks again to the people from the Beach House at Bowen Heads who've looked after us again. And thank you for listening. Thank you very much, gentlemen. And time is called and we must piss off.